Before we dive in, if you haven't already done so, please subscribe to this, the Much Better You podcast, on whatever platform you use to listen to it, as this will mean you never miss an episode, plus it'll help other people discover this podcast too, and hopefully improve their lives, and not just because it'll make me rich and famous. Furthermore, if you get value from this podcast, please check out my book, The Much Better You, which distills down all the best bits of season one, and then some bonus principles into a life-changing, yet witty and easy to follow self-help book that rates five star on Amazon after selling about 300 copies so far. You can find it as physical, audio or ebook by going to Amazon and typing in The Much Better You or by going to the muchbetteryou.com website where you can also request a personalised signed copy. Wow. Grab your copy today for The Much Better You is waiting. I'm Romano Giorgi. Welcome to The Much Better You podcast. This podcast packs life bettering, easy to grasp principles into regular episodes. These life hacks are designed to improve your mental, physical and social health and wealth. Give it your full and undivided attention for the much better you is waiting. Welcome to the Much Better You podcast, episode 13, Be Grateful. Hello, how goes it? Top bananas, I hope. So last episode, I focused on physical health. So let's now come around full circle. In terms of mental health or mental fitness, life coach Tony Robbins once said something quite profound, I think. You could be a multi-billionaire but still feel frustrated. And regardless of material wealth, your emotional state will always be frustration. Or you can have a lovely family but always be worried, so your emotional state will always be worry. Most of us try to work on the outside world, be it for money, wealth, fame, or on what other people think of us. But we only have limited influence over these things. What we do have full influence over is our own emotional state, which is something most of us don't bother working on as much as we do, I don't know, earning money, for instance. Yet, as per season one of this podcast, it is our emotional states that determine everything good that we feel. Invest in these things and, funnily enough, the other external things will more likely follow. And to take this further... An inspirational bloke who I recently started to follow on social media is someone called Light Watkins. He says that if your baseline state isn't fulfillment, achieving your goals will never make you happier. I'd like a Porsche 911 GT3 RS, for instance, but I know that shortly after buying it, I'd return to the state I was in before it, be it good or bad. Ultimately, the car won't make me any happier. Cultivate contentment every day. For instance, by taking note of today's principle and try to prioritise goals that will feed your contentment for the long, not the short term. Okay, unless you're busy reaching for an EpiPen because the Wagamama chef mixed his katsu up with his satay, sit back, relax and plug in. This will feel a little weird. Episode 13, The Much Better You Podcast. Be grateful. Today's principle is from my book, The Much Better You. 
it was Gautama Buddha, the founder of Buddhism, who said, Let us rise up and be thankful. For if we didn't learn a lot today, at least we learned a little. And if we didn't learn a little, at least we didn't get sick. And if we got sick, at least we didn't die. So let us all be grateful. What are you grateful for today? If your answer to this question is nothing, please find a quiet place where you won't be disturbed, sit the f*** down and carefully listen to this principle. Such is its importance to your quality of life. Gratitude is different things to different people. Gary V, entrepreneur and podcaster, wakes up every morning and checks his phone. If none of his top 10 most important people in the world have died, he's so grateful that he cannot help but have a good day from that point onwards because his gratitude eclipses other less important stresses. Or, as my friend Nico once reflected on, many of us will say things like, I have to go to work or I have to go to the gym, when instead we ought to reframe by saying, I get to go to work or I get to go to the gym. While tying in with season one's watch yourself talk principle, such statement variations will matter less to somebody fully mobile and more to somebody confined to a wheelchair, for instance. And so it transpires that most of us will take all manners of things for granted until these things are endangered or taken away from us. Imagine your clothes your shoes, chairs, the roof of your home, your water, food, bed, sofa, electricity, etc. all disappearing right now. Would you then no longer take them for granted? Yes. Hello? Do you know how many people are involved in the process of getting clean drinking water running to your taps or how many people it takes to plant, grow, bake, package, transport, stock and then sell your favourite crisps? I mean, like me, probably not, but I'm guessing lots of people are involved in those kind of things. People in inverted commas poorer third world countries will more likely not take any of these things for granted, which goes some way to explaining why, on average, they are likely to live more purposeful lives than the rest of us supposedly fortunate ones. And what if you knew that you would only ever spend one final weekend with your parent, partner or child, for instance? How much more grateful would you be for that weekend? I'm thinking much more grateful, as every small thing about that weekend would become much more significant. Your Instagram feed or bank balance would likely become far less important to you. And so, given that our time is finite, and that most of us have no idea how much time we have left, surely it would make the most sense not to take any weekend, day or moment with our loved ones for granted. Lack of gratitude explains why most of us will instead spend much of the next weekend with our loved ones gawping at our f***ing phones, scrolling through social media bollocks that will add absolutely nothing positive to our lives. Yet, have you ever noticed how good news, such as a positive outcome to a stressful situation, for example, a successful job interview or an overturned cancer diagnosis, will put an extra spring in someone's step? Suddenly, everything else doesn't seem so bad by comparison. Such is the power of gratitude. Can you guess where I'm taking this? If we can carry this gratitude around with us at all times in our pocket, without having to first rely on some difficult circumstance befalling us, we can live happier, healthier, more fulfilled lives. Memory expert Jim Quick says, If a person could do only one simple thing to increase their health and happiness, 
then expressing gratitude regularly must be it. Perhaps then we should practice gratitude daily. At the time of putting this principle together so far, I am grateful for the lovely breakfast I shared with my missus, the daily good morning message my mum sent me on Facebook Messenger, and the lovely sunshine that means I can work on this podcast outside. Plus, I'm grateful for you, dear listener, as there are so many other things that you could be doing with your precious time, but instead you're using some of it to listen to my nasal voice. Thank you so very much. So, when me and the missus go to bed at night, oi oi, we will take out our journals and spend five minutes or so writing down 10 things we are grateful for from that day. When writing my top 10 gratitude list, each item goes something like... I am so very grateful for X, whatever the thing is, because Y, the reason you're grateful. Thank you. So for instance, I'm so very grateful for the sunshine today as it gave me vitamin D and enabled me to have breakfast outside with my wife, which is a wonderful and rare occurrence for me. Thank you. Maybe you can do this too by gratefully reflecting on your day at the end of each day. You don't need to journal if you don't want to, as even spending just a few moments thinking about these things you're grateful for is great too, although journaling does have its advantages. Uh. Writing down your thought forces you to spend longer thinking about it. You need to think about it properly to write down the reason you're grateful. You can read it back to yourself again afterwards so you are doubly grateful. You will likely get more restful sleep and perhaps even a better start to the next day because of closing your day with some positive thoughts. And if you ever have a low moment where you feel like the world is against you, you can throw open your notebook and remind yourself why you are blessed. Please note that earth-shatteringly impressive things don't need to happen in your day for you to fill your gratitude journal. Perhaps you can be grateful for your good health that day or for a nice shower you had. And by the way, today's principle also ties in with previous episode three of this podcast, in which I talked about being genuinely appreciative of others. For you are essentially sharing your gratitude with others, making their lives a little bit better, which in turn will improve your interactions with that person. But anyway, back to gratitude. If I may throw in a curveball here, aside from outright tragedy, although one may argue otherwise, one should also strive to find gratitude within more difficult circumstances. Why? Because as unfathomable, or as unfathomable, (laughs) because as difficult as as this may seem at first, there is wisdom to be learned and opportunity to be gained from challenge. For instance, if your romantic relationship breaks down, perhaps you can be grateful for all the times when the relationship is good. Perhaps you will now have some much-needed time for self-reflection, or if you lose your job, perhaps you can be grateful for all the experience you have gained from that job, or for all the other jobs out there. Taking this up a notch, Kazimierz Dabrowski, a Polish psychologist that studied how Second World War Um, survivors handled their post-traumatic experiences, he noted that many believed themselves to live happier and more fulfilled lives afterwards because the horrors of the war taught them the power of gratitude and the non-importance of life's trivialities. Trivialities that many of us today will allow to rule our lives. I'd start with practicing the good stuff first though, as perhaps only a seasoned practitioner of gratitude would be able to appreciate the magnitude of Dabrowski's philosophy. 
I previously spoke in season one about how like attracts like, be it negative attracting negative, i.e. crap, or positive attracting positive, fluffy stuff. The same goes for gratitude. Greater gratitude brings with it greater inner peace and fulfillment. Then the key to greater inner peace is applying this gratitude across as many aspects of your life as you can. Please try not to take anything for granted. Be grateful. Congratulations, you made it to the end of episode 13 of The Much Better You. Thank you so much for listening today. I really hope you got some value from it. If you did, please remember to subscribe to this The Much Better You podcast on whatever platform you use to listen to it. And please do check out my new book, The Much Better You, if you haven't already done so, as it contains much wisdom from the many incredible people and studies that I have researched. Plus, I have had so much wonderful feedback already. You can find it by typing The Much Better You into Amazon or by going to themuchbetteryou.com website. And finally, as is tradition in the Much Better You podcast, I shall leave you with today's final thought. Please have a think about what this means to you and share your thoughts on the Much Better You podcast discussion group, as this may spark some useful discussions that, as happens time and time again in this group, has given great value to others and helped them. For remember, the greatest fulfillment in life comes from being of service to others. And so the final thought is a quote from Oliver Wendell Holmes. What lies behind us and what lies before us are tiny matters compared to what lies within us. I repeat, what lies behind us and what lies before us are tiny matters compared to what lies within us. Thank you so much for sharing your valuable time with me. Have a wonderful day and an epic life until when next we meet. 